to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. It is Wednesday, September 29th. Hey, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in to the podcast. We got, we got a really good show today. We are going to talk about the Monday night miracle that happened that probably some of you don't even realize happened. Uh, we've got a bonehead managerial move that we're going to discuss and we're going to play another game of Guess That WRBF Manager. But before we do, let's introduce the co-host, the best co-host around, Tyler Callahan. What's going on, Tyler? Hey, what's up, Clint? How's it going, man? Well, pretty good, man. I appreciate you hopping on here with me. Yeah, yeah. Always a pleasure. I don't know if you can. I'm doing some little, I uh, have some construction done at my house. There's a saw running in the background. So hopefully that won't, you won't be able to hear that too much. Mm, we'll that see. new addition. Yeah. I'm, I'm expanding the footprint on my patio. <laughs> nice. Hey, yeah. Throw a few more uh, Adirondack chairs out there. <laughs> exactly. All right. Let's get into it, man. Let's talk about week number three. I can't believe it's already been three weeks, but, uh, but we'll, we'll jump into it. Uh, we'll jump right into my punishment segment. Um, so I beat Dell 122.54 to 115.24. Uh, so I was really excited to pull out the victory. But uh, for my punishment, let's talk about my running backs. Um, my two running backs scored a combined total of 5.3 points. Mm, is that is that good? <laughs> no, uh, let me see. Uh, no, actually, it's not. It's not good. Uh, I had to start Tony Jones Jr. Uh, because of the trade I made with Ryan. Um, my uh, one of my backup running backs, Demetric Felton, <laughs> scored more more points than either one of my guys. And fun mm. fact, Demetric Felton is an NFL football player on my bench. Ah, uh, I thought you may have made that up. Is that the name of their mascot? <laughs> No, he is not selling beers out in the stands. He's an actual football okay. player. All right. He could have started. Uh, he would have outperformed my, my starting running back. <clears throat> so, I, I mean, I think that's – that's. I mean, my team's pretty good. There's not a lot of bad things we can say about it. This, mm. like, I mean, short the, the, the Mike Williams bubble is going to burst. And uh, are we going to talk about this trade? You, you brought up your trade with Ryan. I okay. kind of feel bad for that dude. I don't know. Okay. What the inflation rate in let's, fantasy football is down there. Let's talk about how the trade was fair. Okay. First uh, of all. Okay. The end. Now let's talk about <laughs> how uh, the trade really went down. Oh, man. Dude. Look, before – okay, you have to keep in mind, this happened before week three, okay? Before Allen Robinson didn't do well, before uh, uh, Jonathan Taylor didn't too, do too much, they were, they were both ranked – like top 10, top 15 in their position going into week three. They were projected to score a decent amount of points. And Dak Prescott is is a better fantasy football player than Jalen Hurts. So Ryan was getting better (laughs) at quarterback. He's getting better at quarterback. He's getting a a, a top 10 running back that is actually playing as compared to Dalvin Cook, who was out. I didn't get any points from him. And he was getting a top 15, top 20 wide receiver. And Justin uh, Fields was starting, and everybody wanted Justin Fields to start over Andy Dalton. So we had all had high expectations for Allen Robinson going into that week. And I'm getting uh, Chuba Hubbard, who might start – who I didn't get to play last week. I didn't get his points from last week. 
He'll mm-hmm. start. He'll start this week, maybe next week, and he'll probably be done for the rest of the season. So yeah. it's a fair trade. So we all see yeah. how you uh, snowballed Ryan. Got it. He still and he won. And Ryan got his first win right. last week. Yeah. All right. All right. I mean, as long as you both feel good about it, I don't know. Another thing that I want to to mention is he's the one that initiated the trade Sunday morning. He's the one that worked the deal. We went back and forth for probably a good 30, 45 minutes. And I look, even Mike Williams, I threw out there. uh, There were other players that I had nominated or like tried to try to put in the trade. And we went back and forth for a while. And he's the one that wanted to get the deal done. You, you were talking. Player. You were talking to Kelly or Ezra. You weren't talking to Ryan. Uh, there's no way. There's no way. Maybe Neil. Maybe Neil hacked his uh, account or something. I don't know. <laughs> it's that's a, something. That's something Neil would do. And look, Dalvin Cook could be out again this week. There could be two weeks where I don't even get any points from a player that was involved in the trade. Well, we all, we can all hope so. <laughs> it's a fair deal. It's a fair deal. Mm. All right, uh, let's talk about the Monday night miracle that happened. And I bet 11 out of the 12 managers in our league were asleep when it happened. So I'm going to talk about myself even more here. So I, I'm loving <laughs> the podcast. It's a great podcast. Right. Yeah. 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 So um, going into Monday night, I was only up six points on Dell and I had Jalen Hurts going and Dell had Ezekiel Elliott going. And first, first daggone drive of the game, Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott scores a touchdown. So within just a matter of minutes, Dell's already made up the difference and he's winning. And mm-hmm. then Jalen Hurts goes out there and what does he do? Throws an interception, first drive of the game. So I've got like negative two, negative two points from Jalen Hurts. Dell has got Zeke who's just stacking up points, scores another touchdown, gets more yardage. And what does Jalen Hurts do? Throws another interception for a pick six. So at like halftime – I'm down, I don't know, 15 points or something. Jalen Hurts is like in the neg in, at halftime, and Ezekiel Elliott is going off. And so um, I watch up until about halfway through the third quarter, and I go to sleep. I'm done with it, honestly. I right, thinking it's over. It's over. You know, I, I made this trade, and I kind of expected to lose, not being able to start Dalvin Cook. I, I kind of expected to lose, honestly. And so I go to sleep. Wake up the next morning and see that I had won. Um, I, I beat Dell. So super excited Tuesday morning. Tuesday was a great day for your boy. Um, and little did I even realize that there had been a miracle that had occurred Monday night after I went to sleep. Someone else in the league messaged me Tuesday to tell me what had happened. So I don't know if you are aware, Callahan, but at the very end of the game, like the last drive of the game for the Eagles, Dale was winning. He was up. Right. And on the last drive, Jalen Hurts goes over 300 yards passing, and he throws another touchdown to Jalen Rager. And that puts me up. Over the top. Then that's not even the, 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 the big thing is Dale had a 99% chance of winning before that drive, and after that touchdown, it swung over to me for me to win. I had a 99%. Oh and the cherry on top is Ezekiel Elliott had like 94 rushing yards, and the yeah. Cowboys had the ball. And if Ezekiel Elliott would have – if he would have been out there, 
he would have fallen into six more yards to get Dell that six point six point bonus. <laughs> oh. Zeke wasn't out there. They had a backup on the last drive, so I won. Yes. That. Yes. So shout out to Steve. Uh, shout out to Steve. That couldn't have happened to a worse person. Shout out to Steve for letting me know the miracle had happened. I didn't even know it. I was asleep, but Steve was up watching it because Amari Cooper was going and he wanted to make sure that Tucker didn't beat him with Amari Cooper. <sighs> yeah, that reminds me of the whole like 99% uh, Dale to you was uh, it was a gif I sent when, when Daniel Jones did the rumbling, bumbling, stumbling and the turf monster got him. And it was the chances of the Giants winning, how he tumbled down. <laughs> As oh, he's that's falling, one of my favorites. Falling As, yeah, that was one of my favorites. But man, those kind of things never happen to me. And it's so it's so nice for it to break in my favor. Man, I'm always on the raw end of the deal. And uh, I hate it happened to my favorite uncle, Dale. Yeah, I know. I hate it happened to Dale, too. But Dale is no longer undefeated. He gets his first loss of the season. Uh, and uh, Tucker loses as well. He gets beat by Steve. Uh, Tucker had 90 points left on the bench, which is pretty impressive. Man, his his bench almost outscored his starters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Tucker had six wide receivers on his bench. Five of them would have outscored Amari Cooper. <laughs> wow. Still. Yeah. Pretty mm. great. Mm. great. And so that means Tucker's one and two. Uh, same record. You, you look at you look at a line where Dallas scores forty one, and you just got to think Amari's going to be getting some of that. But no, not not much at all. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, they, I think uh, their tight end had a touchdown. I think uh, the Dak just spread the ball around a lot, and that's what's gonna yeah, yeah, dude. All right. Uh, and Marquise Brown had, I think, not one. Was it one drop pass? No, no, no. Was oh, it, dude. It was it two? It was, yeah, it was, it was several. It I was think several. It was at least three that he dropped. Yes. Big, big time. Yeah. Big time. I think two of them would have been touchdowns. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm so glad that happened to Tucker. I know you're happy that I, everyone's happy when that happens to Tucker. You're, I mean, I'm happy. Yeah. Suck it, Tucker. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, we got Ryan. Ryan gets his first win of the season. Congratulations to Ryan. He beats Logan. Uh, so happy for Ryan. He's doing great stuff down in – I can never remember where he's at down there. Yeah, uh, Singapore, I believe. Yeah, so hey, pop, pop the horchata. He's got his first, <laughs> his first win. He will, not go, he will not go defeated. He's living in the future. It's already like Thursday over there where he's living, man. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Congrats. Man, Logan, he's a quarterback, dude. He's got Daniel Jones starting. He's got Tua hurt. He had Ryan Fitzpatrick hurt, I think. He's yeah, like Logan's two. team is where QBs go to die. Yeah, right. And, hey, I did see that well, – I'm not no, – never mind. I'm not going to do that. Nope, nope, nope. I was going to try to encourage someone to trade. I'm not going to do it. Because y'all think I'm like out here trade raping people, so I'm not going to even suggest anything. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's talk about. I know Nick is really looking forward to this next segment. Let's talk about your lock of the week from last week. You had predicted that Kevin would beat Nick handedly, 
and cover the nine-point spread that they had. Uh, you felt really good about it. I thought it was a slam dunk. Slam dunk. And here comes Big Dick Nick. I <laughs> uh, don't think anyone's <laughs> ever called him that. Um, oh, wait. I was thinking about Nick Foles. Sorry. Quarterback. <laughs> uh, scoring 157 points, 68 points, the highest point total of the week, the highest point total of the season. Nick lays it on Kevin, beats him by 33 points, and really messes up your lock. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. He uh, it does. It's not a good start for my lock of the week. It's not how I planned on starting, but the dude he had two. <laughs> the Falcons are awful, and he had two running backs for the Falcons. One of them was a wide receiver a couple years ago. I mean. What and who would have seen that coming? But that wasn't the you know. I guess he just had a lot of people show up on his team, and you know, hey, congrats to Nick. Yeah, congrats. <clears throat> he's in the toughest division in the league, so he's gonna have to. I mean, he's eventually gonna show out. You know. Yeah, I mean, the lowest he had Mike Davis scored nine points. That was the fewest amount of points a player scored on his team last week. That's really impressive. Do you do you know who the top four scoring teams in the league are? Let me guess, you're one of them. Uh, yes. I know I'm not one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's correct. <laughs> uh, if you if you guess the other three teams in my division, that would be the correct answer. Oh, okay. That's yeah, that's right. The Brett Favre division has the top four um, points for in the league. So, you know, just bolo. Let me go get – where is that top four – First trophy, the top, first the top four trophy. Where is yeah. that? It's actually a badge. So oh, it's not a trophy. It's a badge. Gotcha. Congratulations, man. Way to go. Way to go. Hey, I'm just saying, you need to be you need to look out for us. We're coming for y'all. All right. We'll see. We shall see. We shall yeah. see. Hate it for see. Kevin. It was a bad beat for Kevin. He puts up the second most points this week. He would have beaten every other team except for Nick. So dang. Bad luck. Yeah, that's tough. It's a tough bad break. beat. Sam, speaking of bad beats, God, how does Sam keep winning? Sam beat Chris 100.96 to 80.20. <sighs> Sam has had the best luck of the season so far. He beat the only team that he could beat this week. Oh, and don't forget, he beat the only team he could beat last week. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. Two weeks in a row where Sam's done this. It's ridiculous. Yep. It's his schedule, man. He's got a light schedule. Mm, yeah, that that division is soft. Charmin out there. <clears throat> we may need to redraw divisions like middle school playground style. I mentioned that a while back, but we, we got to have some, some – we got to do something different. We got to switch it up. I think so, too. It might be that time. I really want to drive home how Chris scored the fewest amount of points this week. I want to reiterate mm. that. Uh, let's talk about that a little bit more. Make sure. Yeah, crumbs. Going. Let's talk about him. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I keep forgetting. I'm so glad yeah, you remember that. That's right. I gotta change his name to Crumbs on this little Google Doc. Uh, his, his team name is. I'm already looking for like a good gift for his um, logo of Crumbs for for when he gets renamed because it's gonna have to do with Crumbs. Love it. Maybe it's on Hansel and no, it's not Hansel. Who who left the Crumbs? Hansel? Yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah, Hansel and Gretel. <laughs> That was a nice get for me. I feel really proud of myself for getting that. Yeah, that's good, man. Yeah. 
All right, uh, Tim is the only undefeated team left in the league. He beat who would I can't who did I can't remember ah uh, this guy ah that's right he this beat, guy he beat one twenty point four to one eleven point twenty two oh okay all right let's get into that man bonehead managerial move of the week let's talk about how you um how you dropped Peyton Barber mm. because Josh Jacobs was out and you felt like Kenyon Drake was really going to get all the work out there. Yes, I did. Yes, so you I did. Dropped them and let's talk about that. Well, how, how, how'd that game shake out? What happened there? Yeah, that was a, that was not my best move. Not one of my proudest moments. I, I do looking back that probably wasn't smart. Um, <laughs> but go. here was my, here was my thinking. Here was my thinking. Kenyon Drake. I thought he was going to be the, the one to get all that work. And then I also thought with Jacques Patrick, which is actually how you say that, it's French. Gotcha. Okay. Um, you know, this dude was coming from XFL. He was going to be playing in the on the big stage. And I just thought, you know, he's going to show out. Like, he's this is going to be one of those, he's finally going to get a time to shine. And I was like, I mean, I didn't start him, but I thought, you know, having him would, would uh would pay off you know maybe he would just really blow up and just go bananas on his one shot at it but i was reading his let me read you his little espn thing um, <laughs> yeah, this is great so this is good here uh the 49ers signed patrick off the Bengals practice squad prior to the contest despite of active his active status kyle shanahan left the 24-year-old on the sidelines opting to use only starter Trey Sermon and vir- this is the best part and virtually every other position at tailback, fullback, wide receiver, and tight end before turning to his unproven backups. So that's good. So how many points did Jacques Patrick score? <laughs> uh, zero. Okay. Not a uh, milch. Yes. And Peyton Barber scored 25. Point, point three less than A.J. Brown, though. Ooh, so. Ooh, okay. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, little jab at Steve. I like it. Yeah. All right. We just had something happen <clears throat> that's never happened before. And this may give away when we do our recordings, but I think we should, we should do it anyways. We just had a trade go through in the league and Sam and Tim have just made a trade. Let's react to it, man. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see. Sam trades away James Conner and Chase Edmonds, the entire Arizona back to Tim. And Tim trades away Trey Sermon and Tony Pollard. So Tim's, I think Tim's cashing in on Sam's. $93 splurge regret there sending in Trey Sermon. You and, know, that's, you know, I think you're right. And Tim just sent a message out that part of the deal was Sam acquiring $33 in fab money from Tim. Oh, so threw him some cash to boot. Yes. That's what, that's, that's awesome though. Uh, yeah, that's cool. I no like trade that. restrictions, adding some fab yeah. to the trade. I like that. I think Tim, I mean, he gets <clears throat> the Arizona running backs. Uh, Chase Edmonds, he's he's a you know, top 15 guy, top 20 guy. Mm-hmm. He's got the backup in James Conner in case anything happens. Yeah, got uh, the handcuff. Yeah, that's pretty – I mean, you know. 
And Tony Pollard, he's getting almost as many carries as Zeke out there in Dallas. Yeah, dude, that's that's very true. That's very true. I like that trade. That's 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 fair. That's yeah. much better than uh, you taking Ryan to the come cleaners. On, come on, come on. But you know, I've already explained why that's a fair trade. And I'm yeah, sure oh yeah, I'm, it's been two. It'll probably be two weeks without Dalvin Cook. Like I'm, come on, it's fair. Yeah. Anyways, all right, let's look forward to week number four. And we've got a new schedule this year, new schedule format. Uh, you may have noticed that you played your three divisional opponents the first three weeks, but now we're going to be shuffled up. And it's like this from now until the end of the season, actually. Uh, you will play your other your, your division opponents twice, so you will play them again at some point. Um, for example, Logan is actually playing Ryan this week again, week number four. They played each other last week. And Ryan won, so Logan gets a chance at some redemption in week four mm. to play each other again. Run it back. Yeah. So we got some interesting matchups, Logan against Ryan. I'm going against Tucker. Right now, man, have you looked at the, the game lines yet for week No, nine? I haven't. I haven't. There are some close game lines. Like right mm. now, me and Tucker, there's a six-tenths of a point difference between us two. Uh, I am favored to win. Just let the record show that I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Chris and you have an eight tenths of a point difference, and Chris is the favorite. Let the record show. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With that trade, the the game lines have adjusted. Like there's a 15 point difference right now with with Sam and Nick. So I imagine once Nick updates his starters, his roster, that game line will, will shift there. Mm -hmm. uh, but looking at the others, let's get go ahead and get your lock of the week for week number four. Maybe the one of the games I mentioned. Maybe the ones I didn't. Uh, how are you feeling going into week four, man? I, I think this week's lock of the week. All right, the slam dunk, take it to the bank. No brainer. No brainer. Easy money is going to be Nick over Sam. I'm going to go with Nick. I went against him last week. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm going to totally redeem myself. Oh my. Nick is going to pull it out. And I think, um, you know, depending on how Sam fills that roster spot. Uh, Nick is going to easily cover the spread and, and maybe, you know, behind the eight ball coming in, I think he's going to, this is going to be the slam dunk this week. Jumping on a the excellence thing. of execution yeah. is going to show out. Dude, it's the uh, spoiler alert. The slam dunk of the week is going to come from the Brett Favre division. Not every week, not the past two weeks. It has the, but you know, they're going to get first, the first look. They're going to get the first look. Do you have a Buccaneers hat? Do you have a like a Buccaneers hat at your house? Are you a Buccaneers fan? I have no Buccaneers anything. I really feel like you're just jumping on the bandwagon. And I feel no, like, dude. Hey, I think Tom Brady is going to go bananas up in New England. No, I'm just talking about you. You're jumping on Nick because he scored the most points last week. So you're jumping on his bandwagon. And you're probably jumping on Buccaneers bandwagon too because they won a Super Bowl last year. Hey, I've been a Buccaneers fan since Vinny oh, Testaverde. Whatever. <laughs> He's the oldest buck I could think of. <laughs> Steve back Young, when the orange, the orange jerseys. Steve Young, a Buccaneer back in the day? Mm, I don't know. I'm going to Google it. But anyways. I just remember right. him with the Niners. Warren Sapp. Yeah. That's not that old, though. 
Let me look at see. Steve Young. Boom. Play All right. Hey, uh, Buccaneers fullback that used to roll people over. Mike what was his name? Yeah. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Dude, he was a stud. All right. All right. Look, all right. Let's talk about – we're kind of running a little bit long today, but it's been a great episode. Appreciate you guys sticking with us. There's a couple more things we need to talk about. Let's, do, let's get the Dookie Award out of the way. Uh, you getting beat because you're piss poor roster management. That's a good candidate. <laughs> Kevin with the bad beat, bad luck. Uh, Chris with the lowest score of the week. We got some viable options out there. Callahan, who is it going to be? I think it was. It's only fair if I give this one to myself. I'm going to have to take this. Um, that was a bad. That was a bad move with the whole Peyton Barber thing. Yeah. So you know, I really could have used him. Could have used him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention that Tim beat me because. And Tim, you know, speaking of roster management, he played all of his best players like. He he put out the the perfect lineup, and it and he won because of it. So you know sometimes that well, happens. Oh, that was part of the reason why he won. Another big part of the reason why he won is because you mismanaged your team. Uh, yeah, that's part of it too. That is part of it. That was that was probably a bigger part of it. Yeah, nah, nah, probably not. <laughs> oh well, well, good for you, man. Good for you giving yourself the Dookie Award. That's really honorable of you. Yeah. Uh, Let's the last thing. Let's see if I can get this queued up here. Can you guess that WRBF manager? Can you name the WRBF manager who has spent the lowest amount of fab so far this season? Mm. I'm not looking. I'm not looking. Any, any, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, any other year, Chris would be would be my go-to answer, but I know he has actually spent money. So, um, I am going to guess – my guess here is going to be Tucker. Okay. Everybody else guessing at home? Is it Tucker? No, it is not Tucker. All right. Tucker. It is actually Dale. Oh, Dale. All right. Dale has not spent any of his fab – this year, but he has added, I think, three players from uh, the free agent pool. But he has he has not spent any of his fab. Man. <clears throat> he spent zero. zero. Yeah, and and I I need to mention I need to mention that since Tim, you know, the comment about Tim putting his perfect lineup out there, even if I would have put my best lineup out there, I still would have lost. So I do know that. But. <laughs> oh, come on, man. So, so just a just a disclaimer. I, I don't I don't uh not see that. So. <laughs> well here's the thing. But you could have had a more perfecter lineup. If, yeah we're not talking about that. Let's go on to the next thing. We're done. If you would have kept Peyton Barber. Kept yeah. Peyton anyway. Barber. Jacques Patrick is going to come around, though. I just feel it. I feel it. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. Well, good Good luck with that. Good luck with Jacques, Jacques Pastique. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. Thanks for hopping on, dude. Always love having you. Yeah, man. Enjoyed it. Thank you guys for tuning in to the Two Guys in a Bed podcast, the official podcast of where reality becomes fantasy. Oh,